All right, welcome to uh, Joss Coffee Chat. Uh, thank you for joining us on this first episode of uh, Jaws Diet uh, on November 14th, 2022. Um, today, we just have, it's just uh, Jennifer, Emily, and Kurt. Um, to, uh, please be sure to share and subscribe to our page or wherever you found us. Uh, let's get to the show. Turn it over to you, Jennifer. All right, then. Here we go, Emily. Let's start this talk. So, everybody, this episode is, or this show that will be every Monday, except for times that we take off work for uh, holidays and such is about a diet that has my levels, blood levels. Whenever doctors test me, mine are always healthy, whether it's cholesterol, blood sugar, or almost anything else. And um, that said, I also have four allergens so I'm limited on how, what kind of food I can eat. My allergies include dairy, gluten, soy, and egg. So we will be talking about a diet that is not necessarily the healthiest as far as for those of you who have high sodium, you may not necessarily like certain foods or they may not be good for you but none of us are in any kind of health or dietary profession we're just sharing with you foods that fit for me with being allergic to so much that at least i think taste good and buy regularly uh with that said emily and kurt do you have any questions to ask me about this diet they can help listeners understand this for our whole intro before we start naming specific food to recommend. Uh, so has this been uh, a lifelong thing or has it just been sort of as of more recently? It's been lifelong since I've been on one of my medications for seizures that one of the side effects is that it causes food sensitivities. So it's because of the aptium that's for my epilepsy that I'm not able to eat these certain types of food. And when I do, I get really bad constipation and bloating and so forth. And I don't even fit in my own clothes anymore. Uh, so then it takes a toll on me emotionally. Um, so my kind of reactions are different, but it was caused by a medication that I hope to one day be off of. But if God's destined me to have this episode, have this series, hopefully I'll have it long enough to finish the show. Kurt, <laughs> uh, do you have any questions? Um. Well, I mean, I guess the the building blocks to you know, you know, good health is diet and exercise, and you know, I guess you know, are there variations to to uh, points about the diet when you you know, in terms of how active you are, um, kind of. You know, like if you're traveling versus if you're right at home where you have your groceries, uh, you know, how do those... So, so let's start with where you already asked. Let's start with what you already asked. So look at traveling. So traveling, it's very hard to find a fast food stop or gas station that has options free of my allergens. Uh, one of my favorite stops is Bucky's. And I'm sure a lot of people will say they love Bucky's too. But they have fresh fruit and stuff like that that's free of my allergens. 
or they have their barbecue sandwiches and I just ask them to serve me the meat without the bun and then I have an allergy free uh, real protein and real meat that's delicious to eat on the go but a typical um, gas station doesn't have really any options because the generally the chips have gluten even if they're potato made because they're fried and getting fried is what added the gluten uh, and there's other limitations um, with me personally such as aspartame because of my epilepsy but that's not part of the definition of the jaws diet the jaws diet is free of the allergens with with um assuming people don't have other mental issue other medical stuff like my um epilepsy that's why i cannot have aspartame and certain other things like caffeine but because of that my diet is is uh free of those as far as the foods i recommend or will and it started in episode two does that answer your question kurt yes it does that was good who's going to ask the next question to help us define the jaws diet Um, so, uh, so like what exactly like what um like what exactly what what uh foods that are we like talking about so we're going to talk about foods that vary from sweets like desserts that a lot of us like, which I will share the fact that I eat them a sweet only once every two weeks. And that's how I managed to stay very healthy as far as uh, my weight being in the normal or healthy range instead of being overweight, like a lot of Americans. But it also includes uh, stuff like peanut butter and apples that I eat regularly. For lunch and that are nutritious as well as uh, different ingredients used to cook like cheese that's free of my allergens um, different types of bread that's free of my allergens for those who like to make sandwiches to take to work or on a picnic so it's a wide variety of food that all are free of my allergens uh, even even um, mayonnaise. Most people don't know that the mayonnaise has egg. And I'm going to, in one of the episodes, show y'all a jar and tell you about the jar of vegan mayo. Good. Kurt's got issues. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any other questions? Or am I keeping asking questions there? Um, I don't know that he's even there. Yeah, we're gonna see like triple current here, I think. Yeah, probably. Okay. Carry questions? Yeah, go back and forth or something? Do you have any? Um, Kurt, do you have any questions about the Jaws uh, diet? Yeah, I mean, I've dealt with uh, food allergies in my life, and I've had to make dietary adjustments because of that, and then in the last decade I just kind of did for my own purposes maybe a little bit of um, you know cardiac care you know motivation but uh, I had seen an allergist who for for my case what he talked me through 
was thinking in terms of a rotation diet type of thing. Because I, too, back in high school and a senior in high school, I kind of was dealing with a handful of uh, allergies, including uh, milk allergy and so forth. Even with school lunch, I was getting uh, apple juice with my lunch instead of the routine milk with school lunch. And, um, you know, what he told me is, you know, with this list of foods that I'm allergic to, to kind of rotate days across a four day cycle so he kind of was like okay if on a Monday if you have soy try to plan so that you eliminate soy for a few days and wait till the fourth day to maybe have an allowance of a serving of soy or um, if it was wheat you know wheat is always a tough one because there's wheat and so many things that that we buy from the store wheat is a source and wheat is a source of gluten, which is another one of my allergies. Yeah, so I guess the question is, you know, when you have, um, you know, a list of foods you are allergic to, do you do anything to kind of take that into consideration to make it more manageable to rotate? Like how you might have a little allowances or like if you have a case for like going out to eat or whatever, where you kind of indulge a little bit, you know, you're going to get that little bit of reaction from your. So I call those Uh, my cheat days. I call those my cheat days. And I allow myself a cheat day, meaning whether it's got all of my allergens or just a little bit of one, but it's only one meal uh, once a week. Is it is it like the same day every week, or is it a uh, does it does it change based on whatever? So Jennifer, is it the same day of the week every? Every week, as far as the today, or as it Once we can get Jennifer's sound back here, try to answer my questions. And having a few technical difficulties this morning. This this diet is um, part of, along with a few other shows, uh, Gold Does Mental Health and Does Priest Doc. Okay, now I'm back, Emily. Where did y'all lose me about what Kurt asked? Uh, well, you we were talking about your... Uh, uh, Cheat day? Yeah. And I was... Um, um, asking if it's the, like, the same day of the week every week or if it doesn't... So, um, my cheat day is basically where I allow myself one meal to have 
up to all four allergens. Um, but it's only allowed to be that one meal. So that means if I want to get dessert and it to be regular, normal ice cream or cake or something that has all of my allergens, then in, then let's say it was at dinner. So desserts have my allergens, but the main meal and appetizers and all the other stuff are allergen free. So it's technically a portion of a meal, right? Cause only the appetizer or only the dessert of that one meal. Um, but no, they do not um, rotate on a consistent system. It's basically, often when I get depressed, I want uh, my favorite Dairy Queen uh, blizzard. Because something about that, it cheers me up. So I, I'll get that when I'm depressed. If all other coping skills have failed. And there's actually um, research that has shown that sugar increases the mood. So there's an actual chemical reaction according to research. But that's a mental health topic and totally different from the diet. Because in this case, the Dairy Queen blizzards have all my allergens. Or at least milk and gluten, depending on which one I get. Which blizzard. Um, I try my best to just avoid my allergens altogether, but even sometimes it's somebody's birthday party or it's a Christmas holiday or something, and whoever is serving the meal doesn't know about my allergies. But I avoid it to the best I can. Um, so I'm a maybe out of order in light of so why, why did you start the the jaws diet well basically this was already my diet hint oh. jaws jennifer a whitaker but um i my blood my blood levels continue to be so healthy that my family my parents and some other people said, you should tell others about your diet. Because apparently your diet's really great when all of your blood levels always come back. And, you know, you eat sweets and you eat carb, but your, your, carb, sorry, um, your carb intake is so low. And you, your sweets intake is so low that, honestly, you have the opposite problems of normal people, which is low sodium and low blood sugar levels. Not diabetes or anything like that. That has to do with the too much of the of the sweets and stuff. But mine is where, in other words, I don't get enough. And everything else, cholesterol, um, everything else is just healthy. So my doctors often, well, once a year, run all of my blood levels. And they're like, you look good. Don't don't need to see you again for a year. And then the only time I see him then during that year is if I have an injury or something or some other like algae, I don't know, something that that's why I need to see him, but I don't have to see him for regular maintenance. And that's as far as my general practitioner, that's because I have such a healthy diet. So anyways, those are the reasons that different family members said I should tell other people about my food choices and how I eat so healthy. Uh, like what are my, what do I eat and how healthy is it um, and how I could, as just a, using my own testimony of how healthy this has, done, has made me that it's something that could help other people with food allergies to also eat healthy. Even though then again, we, none of us are healthcare providers, but we work with our healthcare providers, like how we heard from Kurt. So we have some information from those that we've worked with, even though none of us are healthcare providers. Okay, back to you.
Anything you want to add? Uh, how can I help you, Emily? What are you looking for? Oh, another any, question. Any other comments or questions or anything like that? Um, well, I mean, I guess with diet, um, food choice, food preparation, I mean, everybody's in a different situation where, you know, not everybody prepares their meals. You know, some people are in a situation where at their house, somebody else prepares the meals. Um, you know, maybe somebody's not the one that does the grocery shopping. How do you address those type of issues when you're relying on somebody else for your diet? Well, I mean, I would say that if they're relying on somebody else to please ask that somebody else to watch and subscribe to Jaws Coffee Chat on their choice of social media or um, podcasts outlets to hear this information for their loved one. Uh, because even if even if it's a mom preparing food for her daughter or a dad preparing food for her his daughter, that still this is in, information that can be used by the people who are preparing food in addition to the person who's making the food choices not solely to the person with the allergies because if they're a two or three year old i'm sorry we you know we this may not be understandable for them but if it's a teenager or an adult then i mean they may even be special needs like me where they they can't prepare their own food when it's actually cooking as opposed to putting together a sandwich. And then in a case like that, I would want their parents or whoever that prepares the food to hear this. Our, our whole, all of our ser shows that's on this series. Um... Well, if you can't think of any questions, Am I still here? I don't hear y'all. Yeah, for a minute there, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear you. Uh, um, y'all can add information, things you know, or things y'all might want to share during the show. You know, each series after our intro. It's not limited to me and y'all asking questions. What y'all think? Yeah, I think it would be because uh, uh, at least, well, I guess male four first. Uh, at least a couple of male four kind of big uh, allergies, so I think it would be uh, a little bit of a challenge to uh, find stuff that doesn't have that stuff in it. Are, are you saying that you have allergies too? No, 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 no. I was just saying, and then with the, the year for allergies, I think those are like big, like common, common ones. And so, yeah, I well, I could, I could, I could see how, uh, because those things are like in about pretty much everything. 
uh, one of those, one of them anyway, uh, that would be a, a challenge to uh, find stuff that doesn't either have that or not to, to the extent that would cause you know, like a huge allergic reaction or something. Well, and that's another thing is that allergic reactions can vary. Like yeah. my mom gets a runny, runny nose and congestion and sneezing when she has milk. Versus my reaction is getting very bloated and extremely constipated to where it can be days before I go bathroom again. And even weeks if I don't do something immediately. Like taking a medication I take when I have my allergens. I can go weeks before going, um, you know, bathroom, as I may say, again. And so, you know, if I were to go too long without that, it could end up building up and coming up out of my throat like it's vomit. That'd be disgusting. But, you know, and if you get it bad enough that happens and you don't get medical treatment, you end up dead. So that's why I have to avoid it. Even though the immediate reaction is not deadly, it's if I consume it regularly. And my mom's is just miserable because it causes her to appear sick. And why would you want to appear sick, especially during COVID-19 and now the tridemic we're in, where everybody's freaked out that if you show the slightest symptoms, they're convinced you don't have allergies, but you are, you have COVID or RMV or RVN, whatever it is, that RNS, I think that's it, RNS, that's a virus going around really bad right now with kids. And, you know, a lot of people are really panicked now since since 2020 when you show stuff like that. So that's why a lot more of us to have my mom's reaction are wanting to totally avoid the allergens. All right. All right, back to you. Back to you. Do you have any opinion to add? Let's hear what y'all have to say too. Um, well, I guess Emily, what's what's your experience with diet? Um, Kurt, where have you been? She just experienced it. She just explained it. <laughs> Well, I've been having connection issues, but did she oh, tell okay. you she has tacos every day? Is that is that part of what she shared? No, we did not get that far, Kurt. Okay, and, all right. And, and, and <laughs> yes, it seems about every day. It's not every day, even though it seems like it's about every day. Um, Do you uh, have allergies, Emily? Uh. Not that I'm aware of, at least, uh, at least food allergies. Right. Okay. Um, so I, didn't, I don't think I've had anything that I've gotten like a huge, I mean, I know there's stuff that I probably don't like, but as far as. That's normal human beings. We don't like everything. Okay. <laughs> as far as getting, uh, Allergic reaction. Not aware of. Haven't had any like obvious like allergic reactions or anything like that. Um. But yeah. Kurt, have you had? Wait, you said didn't you say that you had milk allergies as a kid? Yeah, I had. Uh, you know, a handful of years was where I was running through the gamut of wheat allergies, soy, uh, milk, egg, and so forth. So, yeah, over a handful of years, I had a handful of foods that um, I was sensitive to. Yeah. Well, it sounds like what you used to have is what I have now. Gluten, soy, milk, and egg. Yeah. Wow. Perfect place for us to land together. <laughs> yeah, I would say. So, and I just haven't been tested for 15 plus years. So, uh, 
there is a chance. I mean, I share with people that, you know, I use my share of facial tissue, you know, Kleenex use and yeah. whatever. So, you know, to me, I have a, a little bit of, you know, something going on. I mean, I've had environmental allergies too, you know. Um, oh, yeah, that's me. I'm allergic to everything environmental. If you've had that assessment done where they put stuff on your back, I scored seven and above on all of those allergens, the environmental. Yeah, what my allergist taught me is it becomes a compounding problem because it's all um, an issue with your immune system. So once you have an allergy that's not under control, your susceptibility to another allergy, you know, is high, you know, is higher than somebody who doesn't, you know, have an allergy. So, so that, that was him coaching me that there's great motivation in getting your allergies under control and to change your diet and, you know, uh, comply. He said he had a, a saying that is, uh, let the crime fit the punishment. So like if you have sinus issues, if you feel groggy, if you have, you know, upset stomach or, you know, uh, whatever it all is, you know, if you're not having any fun, um, you know, it was pretty much his way of saying that, you know, um, input determines output you know, type of thing. So it was kind of him motivating me for food choice that he was, Highly recommending to cut down the sugars, you know. But here's a question. Are you saying that with this this phrase he has, that he basically said, go ahead and consume your allergens? He No, as I said before, he was coaching me to be on a rotation diet oh. type thing as far as my allergies. So, yeah, in some sense, but he said to you know, make it like if, like you said, cheat, you know, is that type of thing. You know, it's like he was saying, it's going to be practical that with how foods are produced in the store or food source and ingredients and recipes and stuff, that this stuff is going to be in your food. So he was coaching me to say that when there was that cheating moment where you detected like, going and celebrating a holiday or whatever, and these foods are all there to look at how you could have a few days of uh, purging that from your intake. So, and, and to think in moderation that if it's like, if somebody's got something where in the recipe is egg or soy or wheat or whatever, and you, you have that, you consume that, you know, first of all, portion control you know instead of just say okay i'm cheating and i'm gonna have a couple servings of it no he was saying you know try to have less than a serving you know so that anything that's going on is is very minimal and controlled and to work on being aware of you know where this stuff is coming into food you're consuming So that- he he likes the he likes the more on their set system of the cheat days as opposed to mine being like when I just can't avoid my allergens. Well, I think the bottom line is is we have to be aware of in our lifestyle and you know like I was saying about if somebody else prepares their food and you know, where those things are that we don't control in terms of, you know, sometimes you're just kind of in a pickle where, where you go to a meeting or you go to friends or you, you're in this situation where it's like either you're going to go hungry or you're going to go ahead and have what they have. And um, so to me, I think that's the baseline of what you're compensating for. Because what so you, you don't do, you don't think that listeners should regularly, intentionally have their allergens every four days or something like that. But rather, if that happens, it's, it's not anything to worry about as long as you do like me with mostly sticking to your diet. Yeah, the idea is that the more you can, you know, purge these items from your intake and let your body 
cleanse itself from not having to respond to that allergen, the better off you're going to be. So yeah, if you can go, you know, a couple weeks, you know, without that intake and get your nutritional stuff from other sources or, um, you know, vitamin supplement, vitamin and mineral supplementation and stuff like that. Um, you know, yeah, that's the way to go. I think he just, I, I think people in healthcare, dietitians or whatever, everybody's got to deal with practicalities, you know, especially here in America. I mean, it's just kind of a known fact that in the United States of America, you know, diet is not our strong suit, you know, by any means as, you know, hundreds of millions of people across the land um, on the large scale you know, we're known for, for having a pretty destructive diet practice here in general. So that means there's probably America in general, right? Yeah. I mean, many Americans have good diet practice, but in terms of a country where it seems pretty pervasive that culturally we have poor dietary habits, you know, we're the country that is known for that. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have a higher percentage of obesity and or diabetes and other things that come from having a bad diet compared to any other country in the world, at least that's the latest I am aware of. Yeah, and that's where I was saying earlier in our conversation about diet and exercise. So the idea is if food consumption, you know, was not what it ought to have been, you know, then an option you have is to go out there and get to walking, get to jogging, get to activities and, you know, get that blood pumping and do other things to take care of our cells and tissue. And um, also to be well hydrated. You know, what do you think in terms of hydration in terms of. So my little sister has her bachelor's degree in human nutrition. She said, as far as hydration, like how much water we need to take in. But this is to know that hydration does not include coffee and other stuff that has caffeine because caffeine itself dehydrates you. So it counters with however much water you take in. But to know how much an individual needs to take in is to divide their weight by two. And that number of ounces per day is what they need to properly hydrate um, with that many ounces of water. So somebody who weighs 160 would need to take in 80 ounces of water to probably, I mean, to, to properly hydrate each day. Which means if they allow themselves a cup of coffee in the morning, they would totally take in, say, maybe somewhere between 80 and 100 ounces of liquid. But it gets wor- it gets to be more than that when you allow yourself to drink sodas and other things with caffeine, and then you could end up on the other end, like me with hyponatremia, or in other words, with so much liquid intake that your body's flushing out all of the sodium that you have in you already. And uh, then you have another medical condition. So we also have to watch that we, we take that in, but eliminating the, um, dehydrating liquids like sodas and coffee that have caffeine. Yeah, you know, and I find that water source is important. I mean, there there is the um, availability to have alkalized water because that's the other thing that as we're having allergies or other health issues, um, the pH level, the body chemistry, um, with pH being a very crucial factor, um, you know, to have that alkaline body chemistry that can be in favor of recovering from these health ailments, including allergies. Are you talking about the pH level where seven is neutral and, um, Above seven is acidic and below seven is base. Yes, exactly. So the mo- so <clears throat> the idea is when we talk about a poor American diet, what that does is that creates a lot of acidity. That, that there's a lot of acid production, like even with muscle soreness, 
you know, um, muscle soreness, uh, they say like stretching before and after, and especially the after for my point, not to say it's more important after than before. Uh, but, you know, when you exercise, your muscles end up with lactic acid, you know, is there, you know, in your muscle fibers and it's in concentrated areas. So that's where you get soreness is where you're sore and you feel you need to rub your muscle. That's where there's a buildup of lactic acid. So stretching creates that, um, you know, distributing that lactic acid. And, and if, in that, you're able to reduce the presence of lactic acid. And that's where your muscles get back more comfortable. And it's more than just being comfortable. But the point here is about you know, our body's experience with acid, you know, right. so that's one thing to understand. And that's why vegetables are so powerful because the garden consuming the garden helps our bodies uh, maintain a pH level to the alkaline side of body chemistry and with that pH level and so forth. Right. And you will find on my diet, that when we get into the different foods I eat, mine is a high vegetable um, and it's vegetables of all colors, as well as I eat fruit as my snacks, as opposed to chips or something. Um, and like my peanut butter is sweetened with honey as opposed to sugar. And you know how you've probably heard that honey, taking in honey helps Get your uh, helps you get used to and less sensitive to allergies that are environmental, which is another reason I choose that kind of peanut butter. And um, anyways, you'll realize that all this that's the different families of food we need, even the beans or lentil family. I eat good amounts of those as well. So, like for example, I, I love broccoli. But in one episode, I will show you the vegan allergen-free cheese I put on top of it. So even with my gluten, soy, milk, and egg allergies, I can still have broccoli and cheese. Yeah, maybe for uh, one of the shows in the future, you know, maybe we do a little show and tell i don't know if you can set that up but uh, you know, oh yeah i'm gonna do the show and tell this one's just the intro so as to talk about what the diet is but when we start episode two and go forward i'll be showing at least one item per um episode um like if if everybody's all excited about the broccoli and cheese i'll show the bag of cheese because we all know what broccoli looks like, and it's the same fresh stuff you get at the grocery store from the produce section, or the frozen flowerlets and the frozen vegetable section that you boil. Only I'll show you what cheese that, that I used that allows me to have broccoli and cheese without my allergens. And similarly, I'll show them the butter that we use for when we're cooking stuff in the pan and you need a base. And it's a butter for, that we use for still cooking, but it's made from nuts and seeds-based ingredients, so it's free of all four allergens while it's still butter. So we can still saute our, our meat using that butter instead of another. Emily, are we at that time? Emily? Um, yeah, I mean... I think we're getting through about our uh, announcements. Uh, yeah, we're getting there. Uh, a few more minutes. 
Yeah. So based off what we were talking about, do you have anything to share? Uh, I, I think it's uh, really interesting. I mean, there's always um, um, oh, what's the word? Um, there, are, like, there are different ways or different uh, for everything, right? Um, so, I mean, you guys are still able to like have cheese, but it's uh, like a different kind of cheese. So, it's I mean, it has to be vegan. Everybody, everybody, everybody right. is having the same thing. It's just it, it's like the thing with the uh, uh, the whole like. Uh, abilities thing. Like, right, so that's why I'm showing these people, starting with episode two, I'll be showing different food items. That's how I have a somewhat traditional diet as far as like my, I don't have anything fried, because that means it has gluten. But um, I still have broccoli and cheese, just as a matter of showing people what what's this cheese that I can have that's allergen-free because probably a lot of other people are eating just broccoli and they're like, man, I wish I could have cheese, but I have a milk allergy. Well, let me show you what's the cheese I use and I have a couple different brands that make it free of my allergens, including free of soy. It's not just vegan. So... That's what we'll be doing is showing them these different foods. That's how they could have something that's probably a favorite or they, something they're probably missing and wishing they could still have. But just by using certain ingredients I'll show, they can still have that certain thing like broccoli or like a bowl of cereal. And one thing I'll show is almond milk. So almond milk. So you can still have that creamy milk flavor with cereal and then I'll show certain cereals that are free of the allergens and so forth. So they can have a healthy but somewhat normal life as far as their eating habits uh, only on the healthier end and be an allergen free. Right. Um, but yeah, this is been very interesting. Um, so we are like 48 minutes in here. Are we going the yes but we need to make announcements and we need to okay. do the certain things we do at the end because do you have any announcements that you'd like to bring up at all Kurt do you have any announcements uh well, I mean, Emily and I are working on a project on the military side of things um, that uh, we are looking to start a show with Project Die Hard. And um, so basically anybody that uh, might be inclined to help on a show like this, but it's a different show and it's on military, it's, um, you know, a uh, mission update aspect and Project Die Hard addresses issues of veteran suicide. And so we're looking for, for help in that project. And then in terms of hosting, um, you know, the show. So I guess that's an announcement. That's something we're working on here in the land of World of Ability uh, podcast network. Um, you know, so other than that, we... Just had a birthday with my wife Sue, and uh, in a couple weeks it's going to be my birthday, and so 
November is a great month. Indeed. <laughs> Brought two great people to the world. <laughs> you betcha. Thank you. Is this your URL I put in this on the bottom? Project Die Hard? Is this where people should go? Uh, Emily, you put that up there? I did. I, I, it, it, it's jazz.org, not .com. Okay. Whoops. Um, so what I, is it so I can show our listeners? Whoops. Well, it's projectdiehard.org. I had the spelling right, just needs to be .org. Yes. Um, but I guess uh, another. Uh, announcement. Um, is that. Uh, Jennifer, Kurt and I all met through the. Uh, Happy Neighborhood Project. Or HMP as it's or commonly called. Um, and in March on St. Patrick's Day, 2023, we are having a, um, what we're calling the International Day of Happiness. Uh, the official day is March 20th, but um, the official International Day of Happiness, but with the uh, Happy Neighborhood Project. Um, they're having a National Day of Happiness event on the Friday before that. So in 2023, it's uh, St. Patrick's Day, it's March 17th, um, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific, or noon to 6 Eastern. Um, and would encourage everybody to um attend there'll be uh, a lot of good speakers and speed networking and among other other things um and i encourage everybody to get their ticket now as it is only twenty dollars um what will be the rate if people wait up through december uh if after um it's the cutting December line 30. is December. As, 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 as starting January 1st, it'll go up to $30. Instead um, of the 20 if they get in this year, right? Yeah. And then give All right. 30, uh, 30, and then at some point, I'm not sure if they, I think we'll go up again to like 40. So it would be uh, if anybody is interested in going, I would encourage to to sign up ASAP. Um, anything you want to add to that, Kurt? Uh, well, the exciting part of it, that is for the Guinness Book of World Records in Belgium, in Belgium in 2014, 1,068 people gathered together for speed networking. So as part of that International Day of Happiness, we're going to be breaking the Guinness Book World Record for the most people at an event. Speed networking. It'll be great. All right, then. And our announcements for um, Jaws Coffee Chat podcast, applying to both Jaws Diet and all other shows we have, is that we are looking for a social media manager if you think you're the right candidate to manage our social media, to do our posts and so forth and help as also a um, assistant or only social media management, please go to calendly.com slash Jen's books and more to get on our schedule for us to meet and, ha and to interview you. Calendly.com slash J E N N S books and more. And that is for a social media manager to be in charge of all the social media marketing and to work hand in hand with our web designer, John. Also, at the same time, 
we are looking for a virtual assistant candidate who also, uh, if you believe you're the right one to help with our podcast and um, admin assistant kind of stuff, as well as, as executive assistant type role, please also go to calendly.com slash J-E-N-N-S books and more and schedule with us so we may interview you. So this is for a virtual assistant candidate as well as a social media marketing uh, candidate. Um, we are eagerly looking for both positions to be filled. So whichever position or possibly a combination of doing both and or more that you could bring such as um, such as uh, public relations or anything else that you find of value, please get on our schedule for an interview. Now, if you're one of those that knows me, Jennifer A. Whitaker, since I'm an author, here's my store, jensbooksandmore.com, where you can find my books. And we're currently working on the podcast page, but eventually you'll be able to go to Jens, J-E-N-N-S, booksandmore.com to also find all of these podcasts that you see us doing live. And here, and here is the full name of our website, uh, Books and More by Jennifer A. Whitaker. And the short name is Jens, J-E-N-N-S, Books and More. Either way, you're going to end up on our website and you'll be able to see books. And eventually, after a few more weeks, uh, you should be able to find our podcast and videos on that website as well. You will also find on our website different events and stuff where you can host me or feature me for autographs uh, or for my books or uh, public speeches, etc. Um, and everybody listening, please subscribe to your our channel on your favorite podcast or social media outlet where you found us at Jaws Coffee Chat, J-A-W-S Coffee Chat. All right, Emily, back to you. All right. On to, uh, I thank everybody who is here today and everybody who has uh, tuned in. Uh, our next episode of uh, Jaws Diet uh, will be uh, next Monday. Uh, will be next Monday. No, uh, remember that's Thanksgiving yeah, week, I think. Gonna, yeah, I was just gonna say. So our our, our next our our next. Um, Episode of Just Day is going to be November Monday, November twenty eighth. So in a couple of weeks, um, due to um, uh, other commitments, um, but uh, but after that, it'll be. Uh, Every, well, it'll be every week outside of the couple of holidays and that kind of thing. Um, yes, listeners, uh, we give our team off off the periods around different holidays uh, to honor them for their hard work. They get time off. That's going to be a three-week period in December that uh, the team will take off and the week of Thanksgiving um Otherwise, we should be going for predominantly most of the year, other than, say, maybe President's Day or certain other holidays. Uh, and in the summer, we're planning to allow our team a two, we two weeks off, whether it's two separate weeks or it's back-to-back. -back. Uh, but outside of working around holidays, we will be uh, live with all of our shows every Monday. And uh, 
And be sure to subscribe to our channel and pages or wherever you um, found us. And to check out the uh, website to find out more about uh, books, other podcasts, and other things um, by Jennifer A. Whitaker at www.jensbooksandmore.com. That is J-E-N-N-S booksandmore.com. Until next time, we wish you a productive and enjoyable week.